No, we're good. All right. Wow. We just watched Kennedy's speech back in 1961. And what a moving sentiment that is, just a free speech itself. So thoughtful. From the president. Just, yes, I want you to report on me. I want you to scrutinize. I want you to, you know, tell, do your job, essentially, as journalists to get the facts out. That's the only way we can progress is if we know the facts and it, basically he was saying he had nothing to hide. And, you know, the most they ever found out of Kennedy was what? Marilyn Monroe? Yeah, he probably um, had some uh, some of those sexual relationships that he was probably trying to keep away from the media too. Sure, but, but you know, like he's not, you know, Reverend Kennedy. He's the president. And right, he's a person. He's a person, above all. Yeah. I mean, he was born, raised, he was, you know, a man, fallible, like anybody else. But, getting off topic a little bit, what we're trying to get into is Trumpism. We are in the age of Trumpism, um, where the media cannot exactly function as they used to, under free speech and, you know, modern day free speech to report and report well on what's happening. And I think that's really dividing the country. That's all this misinformation. Um, the media doing its job, but then you have other media that it's doing a different job. Not necessarily reporting on the news. It's more or less reporting their opinion on the news, which is good. But that can you know, that cannot be the new norm for news because news is supposed to be boring and factual and we're in this new age of just no it needs to be entertaining it needs to be you know pop needs to be you know just reel you in and i mean like when casey anthony killed her kid and was going through court that was always on the news and that's that's okay but you know that's even a different subject though that's like the news you know doing what's important i mean i'm sure there was plenty of other news worthy stuff out there Besides a woman who may or may not have killed her kid. But that's that's a whole nother... That, that was before Trump. But that, but that's another thing, though. You gotta think. We, we started the internet. Um, what, in like 2000-ish? And then all this, you know, people started getting connected. And people started sharing information. But then a lot of information, you know opinion wasn't wasn't necessarily factual or conspiracy theories even that just came from somebody's head or you know came from uh not complete information and then it just snowballs into this effect into where 2016 trump is actually a viable candidate for presidency for presidency and that's disconcerting because he does not um tell the truth a lot he tells a lot he spins a lot i mean that might be controversial but that's also uh you know like where people get their news from if you're getting news from one part it's no he's not lying he's doing you know he was joking he's being sarcastic he was you know putting his own free speech out there you know you can't stifle someone for free speech even the president of course not the president he's the you know number one american and but I mean, it's, it's, we're in a dangerous time when people are fed wrong information and believing it because, you know, one, they feel like it's right 
and that's <sighs> people's feelings. Yeah, Fe feeling that the Earth may be flat because you live in a flat place, and that's all you can really see. But that you know, there's a disconnect between feeling and fact. Um, some facts feel right, but other facts are like whoa. You know, you know, getting into science. You know, what is it? Uh, quantum theory. That's crazy. Hardly anybody understands it. Even people who are, you know, experts in the field don't understand. Right. And you know, trying to explain it's a whole. Yeah. Thing. Experts <laughs> are like, if you think you understand quantum theory, you do not understand quantum theory. Right. But no, it's just like, what do you, um, what do you think, man? Like. I mean, we've always existed in a world with information and disinformation, and you're right, that's completely stymied our progress, but kind of, it's sort of all necessary, and it's just sort of a part of free speech existing, part of allowing us to say what we want to say. You're going to get so much opinion and disinformation, and any time you listen to someone in a way you're sort of giving them authority over you know your thoughts and um, beliefs sometimes you know you can question those things and you should you should question everything sure okay it's it's you can't get your news from one source to, either just to you know take for absolute certain what someone says not you know don't take for absolute certain anything i say or you say or the president says or your government says, or no. you know, anything says. Okay, but at the same time, you know, like, try to come to the truth about things, and that can be very hard to do. Um, it, it's, it's weird how it's difficult to do that in the, in the age of information. Right, but, but also a lot of that's also, there's a lot of purposeful misinformation, and that, again, for the same reason, is to slow progress. Right. Uh, the question is, do we? How much do we want to slow progress, and is that healthy? And why do we do it? Why do we want to slow progress? Is that just for the sake of making profit off of people? I mean, in a way, that's part of what Kennedy was, you know, saying. Trying I mean, was, to warn us about. Trying to warn us about. You know, covet means. You know, just is the reason why misinformation is being spread there's so. plenty of reasons you know have misinformation like you know and there's an oil spill the people who are in charge of the oil spill do not want their company to be hurt more than they feel it should you know when there's a big, big oil spill in louisiana you know they're, they're trying to cover it up as good as they could but you know once you get oil spilling onto the beach it's pretty you know these days, there's a lot of access to information. It's hard to cover things up. No, yeah, that would have uh, happened in the, the 50s. The way you, you cover you things cover up, up now is through misinformation. Yeah, Huge. and and just all right. People also they have their news sources that they believe, and they will go there and they will just believe it. And then that's that can be dangerous because if that's where you're getting your news from, and if they're sending any kind of misinformation or even something that's not related to news just their own opinions and which can lead to you know bigotry and stuff like Alex Jones just ranting on and on about just really just hate oh, 
he's he's and, classic okay. fear mongering. Oh, and just yeah, just sending you know just fear into people, and then be like, oh, and the cure is this, <laughs> you know, is having some kind of product, right? And it's to sell you something. Yeah, that's you know, if if you took away that incentive to have to warp a story, yeah, in a way that can scare people so that you can get clickbait and make more money. And I get it. Like some of us have to support our families. It's not always as simple. Not even Spider-Man, Spider-Man, you know, <laughs> the movie, Sp- he, he was Spider-Man. He took the pictures of himself, yeah. but he didn't get to call the story. No, he was he just trying to make a living. The headlines, but he still had to make a living. It was the best Spider-Man. way for him to make money without, right. you know, having to resort to crime or, you know, I guess crime against criminals. <laughs> right. Or whatever just, he was that a kid. That was the hustle that he found. Yeah, he, found a, a he found a good little hustle. No one else can get pictures of Spider Man, but right, Spider Man kind of had a monopoly on that. But he didn't get to spend the story. No, he was completely just you know on the sideline for that, which is right. You know, I mean, that's not how he would have spun the information either. Yeah. He wouldn't have made Spider Man. James out to look Jameson. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> but. Oh, but you know, it can get dangerous though. Like the other day, uh, you probably haven't heard this, but. Trump said that um, that he knows where the virus came from, the coronavirus. Said so it came from a lab in China, in some Wu Tang city or something. Um, I don't know. I'm not good at remembering names, but and he says he has the information. He knows where it came from, and he was asked, "Oh, well, can you share that with us?" He's like, "No." He says he's he's you know he he can't share that. He's not going to share that. It's just. He knows putting it out there. And what happens with that is people, whether he knows or not, people, you know, people will assume that he does. People that follow him will assume that he does. And now, you know, it's just stifling up conflict with a country that we should not be having conflict with like that. Do you think that Trump's doing that intentionally? Do you think that we don't he's know because there's so many trying things. to strive up this argument about information and disinformation that we're having right now the same thing kennedy was talking about but trump is acting it out in a different way or is he just pretty much the complete opposite way right or is he just a you know narcissistic idiot that you know it doesn't know it's hard to tell because of what he says you know we don't know what he knows or believes because anything he says couldn't you know could end up to be not factual and it's it's just hard to say. <laughs> our daughters, our daughters are playing. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> not being too loud. No, no, they're being good. I'm. I know they're in. You know, being heard in the background. But um. But it it's definitely interesting the way it's almost like Trump is playing out exactly what Kennedy was warning about. He's, no, absolutely. he's sort of almost warning us in the same way, except he's making it a boy. He's bringing it to a boiling point. He's like, no, hey, yeah. this is how ridiculous it's all gotten. I mean, even leading up to him getting elected, he was talking about just 70 to 75% of the media is, you know, you know Yeah, not terrible, not factual, you know? terrible, yeah, like, like, you know, scoundrels, monsters. Right, you but know? And then he's also getting up there doing the same thing. Is he doing that to antagonize the people? Is that is that what his plan is? Like it's if, so it's so that if, he can do what he wants to do, I believe. Because you know, if if people if half the people believe what he's saying, and the other half the people believe, you know what, you know the, the basic facts that are coming out are, 
then you're not going to have opposition to do what you want. It's classic divide and conquer, but yeah. we also know that the debate is important. Like I mean, he so says something, there. and meanwhile he's doing this, but people aren't focused on this because right. you know sleight of hand. It's no, it absolutely hand, is, like, and you know he can do what he wants. Like, do you know how many judges they've shoved through? Like, you know that's a and that's a big deal. Like since they've been in there, they've they've appointed more judges to um the like small judges, um not not the Supreme Court, but you know the smaller circuit judges. To, you know, than any administration ever, and nobody hardly talks about it. And you know, they are getting their, you know, the judges that they want, and you know, into the circulation of judges, and that has a huge impact on you know future laws of you know, right. we in in the, when they have the judges, they you know they can they can you know choke free speech you know to right. to a point, and. You know, be like, no, the president can do and say whatever he wants or whatever. There is something interesting that happens in the debate world, which is where we start to stigmatize an argument. Like, Bush kind of started it in his era with the, you know, coin phrasing of, like, the term conspiracy theory. Okay, like, he really started to coin that during his term. And now if someone starts to talk about something that could be information, could be disinformation, if it doesn't register with you you just can simply go oh well, you're just a conspiracy theorist or you know call them some label and now you've worked your way out of even having to think about the argument yeah um, oh because you're left wing or you're right wing right. so i'm not going to listen to your so opinion so anything you have to say or your, your facts matter. yeah but then again that's that's what's happening though and there's a reason that that's happening so much is because people are getting different facts right and you know there's left facts and right facts now right. You know, there's, you know, uh, oh, I, and it's, it, it's just across the board. To the victor of always you know, gone the spoils. So. Yeah. And that's just keeping us squabbled about petty things when there's a lot of bigger issues that we need to worry about. And if we get, all right, the age of information, we're, we're in it right now. If the biggest problem in the age of information is dif- disinformation. That's the biggest enemy of information. But you also have to be really careful about trying to control the content of information and disinformation. You well, still have to sort of let people come to those conclusions. But we, me and you can say it's and just, you know whatever we want on here, but if you're getting it from a news source, a, a, a source that, that defines itself as a news source, then there has to be some kind of accountability. Right. This is just us having a conversation. And yeah, and we can be as right or wrong as opinion. we want to be or yeah. are allowed to be. Right. We're just trying to free and openly think about these discussions that I think we should be having right now. Yeah. You know, and I don't know if I'm right or if I'm wrong about these things, but it is the time to start looking at all of it, looking at all sides of the coin and yeah. you know, try to get to some solutions. Well, see, it's not even because they, a, a coin, a coin, you know, is just a, it means that there's only two sides to a thing when it's really a 20 sided die on, you know, pretty much any topic. Sure. I mean, there's edges mm-hmm. to a coin. I mean, how many times do you have to mm-hmm. flip a coin before it lands on its side? Right. Does that ever happen? You know? Like, yeah. How many times until it lands on the a specific niche on the side? Right. You know? It just stays there. <laughs> you know? like, but you know, it's just, that's what's it real that's the one thing that really infuriates me is this people eating in this information that to me is obviously wrong or obviously misled obviously misleading obviously you know with a different agenda in mind right. like on um, global warming 
Like, are you are you pro global warming or anti global warming? Or is, that's not even a th- okay. No, that's not it. It's it's more like, do you believe in global warming or not believe in global warming? Those things have huge impacts. And if you believe in global warming or you see that, you want things to be done. You want less pollution. And if you don't believe in global warming, your argument is a very tough one to make because you're like, okay, they're they're saying wrong things and they you know they shouldn't do that. So we shouldn't have to do anything. But the other people are like, wait, can we just not pollute so much? And they're like, no, 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 those aren't real. There's no effects. I'm like, wait, 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 can we just not pollute so much just for the hell of it? Do we have to have a huge global crisis to not pollute so much and to really think about how we're using our resources? All the trash we make, that giant texas size, you know, uh, trash in the middle of the ocean. Yeah, I'm sure you can look, you can look that up. That's huge. It's disturbing and we got to do something about that just in general you know global warming or not if you're anti-global warming you are pro-pollution and try to argue that Uh, yeah i mean i don't know if it automatically makes you pro-pollution but we as far as solutions to our problems we kind of know at this point that humans aren't going to try to limit their lifestyle okay like i can use a bible quote if you want like no man will give up their comforts to pursue the kingdom of heaven okay we have Mm -hmm. to engineer solutions if you want people to use less water when they take a shower you have to make something that helps conserve the water yeah Okay, and if we can do that, then that'll solve that problem. But we have to engineer a solution. It's not as simple as just being like, hey, everybody. It's the same as putting up a sign or making a law. If you make up a law that says don't kill people, people are still going to kill people. I, um, here's a good one. If you, know, like, if you don't want people to speed on the highway, why do you make cars that go 140 miles per hour? Exactly. So yeah. engineer cars that can speed. Yeah. I mean, or engineer cars that drive themselves. It's really easy to do. On, yeah, drive themselves. You know, let the robots, you know not wreck because the robots can do it right human error is very prevalent yeah you know yeah yeah. how much we care about it is another thing and people you know and guess what if we engineer something that helps us to not pollute so much even the people that don't care if whether or not global warming is real or not still will be contributing to help make it better because something has been engineered to keep them from excess using whatever resource or polluting or you know but then but then you lose profits and yeah, profits that is, is where what Trump gets, seems to care about. Profits is where it becomes a problem. That's why I think Trump lies so much. It's just a, you know, no, 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 no. Everything, you know, everything's not too. like he thinks. They're like this, and it's like the, you know, just so we can keep making profits. I mean, mm-hmm. we measure, you know, television ratings was how we right. know, measured what Worth. kind of news we wanted to put out or how we wanted to approach the news. It wasn't about what the news was yeah it's great when you have an awesome headline like oh look another world war or, mm-hmm. you know like crooked politicians ain't doing it no more but <laughs> you know like we got well they found out that if they started doing opinion based news that they got a lot more ratings it's a lot more popular because it's more entertaining and it right. gets to people's soul a lot more when whereas you know the news is just like you know just kind of like this is what happened this today. is what happened <laughs> 
Yeah. I'm Walter Cronkite, and yeah. this is the news. <laughs> Pretty much. Yes, thank you, Walter Cronkite, for telling us what's I, going on. I had to watch it multiple times because I fell asleep, but thank you. Yes. You know, and, but that's what it's supposed to be. It's not this exciting thing. Exciting things happen. And then that's when you right. really want to watch Walter the news. Walter Cronkite is going to make World War Three sound like exciting and scary because the news itself is, is exciting scary, and scary. You know? But sometimes know. the news is boring, but that's what you want to you hear hear about you know corporate affiliates doing bad things so we can get outraged about that and you know like you want newsworthy things you want you want facts you want to know what, so much what's really going on instead of just like pointing a finger at a company you don't like point a finger at a company that you know is doing some bad things you know that's what the media is supposed to do they're not you know biased on their opinions it's like what's happening like the the Times, like the New York Times, does a great job into giving boring factual information. A lot of names, a lot of, you know, uh, boring events that happen that just explains how they did this boring, illegal thing. And, you know, but very illegal, but very boring. You know, he didn't go on a shooting spree, but he stole millions of dollars from, you know, families and children. You know, it's just, I don't know, just, we really need to. Yeah, resource management is a, is definitely the biggest issue, even in this area, but this one is Resources a much, of information. But it's a much, um, Complicated. there's a reason why we have the First Amendment. Right. It protects this very particular business. But like, you know, what's what's scary? Yeah, the Trump can say whatever he wants. He's allowed to. You know, he's encouraged to. Um everyone's encouraged to say, you know, what they want, how they feel and everything. The problem is when he's the president and he says something just completely insane. You have authority over a lot of people. Oh, yeah. People are giving you that authority by listening to you. And some so you're the commander in chief. Some people you just straight up really have authority. People were drinking fish cleaner because Trump said the thing about, you know, this certain chemical or drug and people drank fish cleaner and one person died and the person's badly in the hospital because they're like, well, I just believed him. He's the president. That was like basically what they said. Right. But, you know, I guess that's, that's about all. Yeah. Like, I guess all we, advice we can give is listen from different news sources. Listen for facts, not opinion. Question everything. Don't yeah. just immediately name call someone because you don't know how to address a certain argument or a certain perspective. Take the time to think and listen to people right now. It's and okay not to know something, too. It's definitely okay not to know Trump, something. Trump's afraid that, that people think he's stupid because he's stupid. So he tries to be like, he tries, right. he tries to think like you know reveal that oh he says he says he's a stable genius right. and knows you know so he has to know everything. I mean, there's definitely a chance he's a genius pretending to be stupid, but maybe I don't know. know. He says maybe so many he's antagonizing. Words. Maybe like politics have always he could be just trying to break it all people. down and you know like or reveal all the bullshit maybe. You know, it could be the best thing for the world. Maybe, but it's also divided. But like, you know, it's proving divided. Post him being gone, <laughs> you know, may who knows? It's it's we're I'm scared. This is a 
This is a dangerous time in the world. It's going out China. You don't want to go to war with China. I've been to war with Iraqis, and you know they're good, and, and, but they're not. They're no China. Right. And what are what are we even trying to cover up with all this misinformation? No, are we we trying to do what cover up just the way the economics works? Okay. Yeah. Like what? Like you know? Oh, I mean the dollar. It's you know it's on real thin ice right now. Well, yes, all paper currencies have been on thin ice at some point in history. Mm-hmm. Okay, but. You know, yeah, they gotta believe in it or think of something new. You know, uh, but what do you do? Right. We're like, like we've said before, we're not in control. We're just at the whim of the you know people who are driving this machine. Right. And the only people <laughs> that are able to drive this machine and make rules to this you know game are the people with the money. Like, there's a reason why people are lobbying for certain rules to be made and. You know, and it's to benefit them and to create monopoly. It's to, you know, you know, benefit themselves or their corporation of people. You know, off the backs of, you know, us, the working man, essentially. No, and us. Yeah, we've we've been working for right, quote unquote, I'm, the man this right, whole time. I'm definitely you know, not. Just, I'm definitely not out there trying to spend money to change laws. Like I can't do that. No, I can't I'm, approach these problems from that perspective, and most problem solvers can't. No, we have no. We don't have the resources. No. All we, all we, the only thing we really have is voting, and you know, for people. Right. And then you throw, hopefully have. You throw patents in the mix, and intellectual property rights, and slander, and <laughs> it just makes it all a gigantic bracket mess. Absolutely. Like, <laughs> well, good luck with that, everybody. I don't yeah, know you know. Let us know what you think.